presents Into the West. Old-time radio westerns that share the stories of the men and women who claimed the West. The cowboys and ranchers, the gunslingers and gamblers, the lawmen and the lawbreakers. These are the tales of the frontier of the intrepid pioneers who ventured into the West. the old morning bugle call of the covered wagon trains dies away among the echoes, another true story of Death Valley Days is brought to you by the Pacific Coast Borax Company, who give you also the miracle of borax in three convenient forms. Twenty-mule team borax for household use, twenty-mule team borax soap chips in the big blue and yellow sunshine box for washing clothes and dishes, and boraxo for toilet use. And now for the old ranger and his evening's yarn which has the extraordinary title of Shoe Fly. Well, the title's no more extraordinary than the woman herself. A shoe Fly was a woman? Yes, woman prospector. Well. <laughs> oh, now, uh-huh. I've come across plenty of women prospectors in my time. Some of them I've already told you about. Now, there was uh, Happy Days at Goldfield, remember? Y- yeah. Went on a glorious junket at the age of 80. Hopping freights clear across the continent yes, and back. I remember. Uh-huh. And Silver Susie, that operated the mine at Saragordo for years and years in order to put her children through school and college. And Ma Riggs and Hard Pan Hattie and, oh, I've known a bunch of them in the desert around Death Valley. But none of them quite like the woman I'm going to tell you about tonight. I can remember perfectly the first time I ever met her. Me and Eddie Granite had come to Independence to file a claim we just located up in the Panamints. As we walked into the county recorder's office, we found him busy with another customer. A smallish woman with sharp eyes and wispy gray hair. Dressed. <laughs> it's funny how you remember such things. She's dressed in a gray and a white calico dress and, and a black straw hat. To corner monument number four, thence northwest, 300 feet to place of beginning, including all dips, spurs, angles, and variations. Mm-hmm. This looks all right. Of course, all right. The name of the mining claim above described is and shall be known as the, uh, the, uh... I'm sorry, I can't quite make this out. It looks like shoe fly. Huh? Yes, shoe fly. Those it expresses by sentiments. You mean, uh... Shoe fly, don't bother me. Oh, <laughs> I see. Notice the claim jumpers, eh? Exactly. Well, let's hope they take the hint. Uh, they'd better. Located this 21st day of May, 1906. This your signature here? Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, no other? I got only one name. No, I mean there's no other locator? No. Well... Law don't call for more than one, does it? Oh, no. No, of course not. Then why'd you act so surprised? Well, you see, you're being a woman, I thought... Plenty of women locate claims. 
They generally have partners, though. Mm, men partners. Yep. More fools, eh? <laughs> Maybe. Yep. What do I owe you? Her quarter's fee is one dollar. All right. Here you are. Now, you understand about assessment work. State law calls for a hundred dollars worth each year to be... I know all about that. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Folks have been known to lose legal right to a claim because they didn't do the necessary development work uh, or... Don't worry. I won't be losing my rights to this claim. I hope not. And now, uh, give me my change, will you? I'm in a hurry. Well, let's see. Uh, you handed me a five? Yeah. And here's one, two, three, four you get back. Haven't you got any real money? Why, that's... No, a... I don't like that Los Angeles paper. I want silver. <laughs> All right, ma'am, whatever you say. Here you are. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Well, that's better. Surprised she didn't bite him to make sure they was bona fide. Maybe she ain't got any teeth. What's that? Um, nothing, uh, nothing, ma'am. I, I was just talking to my partner here. Oh. Oh, hello, Eddie. Hello, yeah. Ranger. Didn't recognize you. Hello, Jim. Uh, howdy. I'll be with you boys in a minute. Right. Just as soon as this lady is through. Yeah, I'm through now. Good day. Good day, madam. And good luck to the shoe fly. <laughs> shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I belong to Company G. <laughs> Gosh, what a tonner. Hey, who is she, Jim? <laughs> I don't know. I never saw her before today. <laughs> if you never see her again, it'll be too soon, huh? <laughs> Well, I know two desert rats I am glad to see. Where you fellas been all this time? Oh, scratching around. Did you find anything? Uh, would we be here if we hadn't? Hey, you sound like old shoe fly. Uh, hey, now, you're... <laughs> what have you located this time, boys? The lost gun site? Maybe. It's silver, anyhow. And in the pyramids. Uh, here's a copy of the location notice. Well, yeah. let's see it. Uh-huh. Notice hereby given to the undersigned of located 1,500 feet by 600 feet, vein situated between between Tuber Canyon and Wild Rose Canyon in the Panamint Mining District. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's a funny thing. What is? Why, that's the same locality as where she just located her claim. Who? That woman who was just in here. You, you mean that... Oh, old shoe fly? Yes, sir. Well, I'll be darned. Are you sure? Well, here's a location notice she filed. Let me see. Let's see. Situated south of Wild Rose Canyon. And north of Tuber Canyon. Now, that can't be any place but between the two. No. You're right. Neighbors, eh? <laughs> well, that'll make it nice. I don't think. <laughs> well, we run out of butter and eggs where we can borrow from her. If we get lonesome evenings, why uh -uh. we... Remember the ladies' sentiments, boys. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I belong to Company G. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. I belong to Company G. Well, the hot weather set in about then. And Eddie and me quit the desert for several months. The time we was ready to go back and start work on our claim, we'd forgot all about our shoe fly neighbor till we was part way up the canyon. Hello. What's the matter? Uh, look at that. Huh? Where? Uh, that, that sign. Private property. Keep off. No trespassing. Penal code provision. Well, can you beat that? Uh, that ain't all neither. Look. 
A shade across the trail. Yeah, just in case you can't read. Well, who in tarnation did that? Whoever it is ain't got no right to put a barrier up across this canyon. How do they think we're going to get up there to our property? No trespassing. Penal code provisions under Section 587 to 625. Is that a threat, do you reckon? It'll take more than that to scare me. Get up, Jerry. Wait a minute, Eddie. What are you going to do? Yeah, right, right under it. Well, it's pretty low now. I don't think you can negotiate, not unless you unpack. Well, then we'll take it down. Is it padlock? Huh? Uh, no. Good. Well, I'll unfast it and you can drive the burrows through. And You'll we'll... do nothing of the kind. Huh? I'm the owner here. Nobody goes through without my say-so. Why, why it's her. The shoe fly woman. Oh. Oh, you know me, huh? Well, yes, of course. Well, we was in the county recorder's office the same time you was, uh, last June. And he blabbed to you, did he? No, 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 certainly not. Well, we couldn't help over here in the name of your claim, though. And its location and a few other important things. Well, we did... And now you come snooping around to see what I got. Oh, not at all, ma'am. Well, we... you won't have a chance to see nothing, because I'm letting nobody pass this chain. Yeah, but, madam... And we... if you try to force your way past, you'll get... Hey, wait a minute. A gun. Slow to do, and I'm a good chump. Now, listen, man. You heard what I said. We're good. Go on, vamoose. Well, let me explain. No back talk now. We ain't trespassers. No. No. Didn't look like it's taken down that chain. We got a claim further up the canyon. Now, if you don't believe it, we'll show you the records. We're on our way up there now. Not by this trail, you ain't. Yeah, but we... And that's final. Well, this is the only direct trail, ma'am. Yeah, to get up there from the other side, we'd have to go away to Heckenback. Yeah, that's your funeral. Well, now, surely you wouldn't put us to all that time and trouble, ma'am. You see that chain, don't you? Well, yes, but... And you see that sign? Sure. And you see this gun. I don't know how I can make it any plainer to you... Unless I... Hey, be careful. Hey, what what do you mean, shooting us like that? That's your starting signal. And you turn your outfit around and start down this trail, do you hear? And if you ain't on your way by the time I count ten, I'll shoot again. And this time I'll take good aim. Roger. One, two... Why, you... Three... Come on, Eddie, come on. There's no use arguing with you. The old sheep. Turn around, Kate. Turn around, down. Seven... Well, sir, that was the beginning of our troubles with our neighbor, Shoefly. Not only did we have to take a long, roundabout, difficult trail back and forth to our property, but whenever she got so much as a glimpse of us, she'd come a-stalking around with that gun of hers, taking occasional pot shots at us just to kind of remind us that she was still there. After a couple of months of this, we finally went to the sheriff and complained. It ain't just us, Sheriff. She's got all the prospectors in that region terrorized. <laughs> uh, you can laugh if you want to, but so one poor old woman's got you all, all you tough desert rats terrorized. Well, I'm surprised at you. Maybe terrorized is putting it a little bit too strong. Yeah, she's giving us all the willies anyway. <laughs> well, that's a fact, Sheriff. To say nothing of the inconvenience she's caused us. Yeah, she's got an idea we're trying to jump her claim. Whereas she's really the one who's claiming something that don't belong to her. What do you mean? Why, her property don't take in that canyon trail. Well, the boundary runs about 25 feet to the east of it. Are you sure? Absolutely. We've seen the location notice over at the recorder's office. Well, uh, have you explained this to her? Explained? Heck, 
We can't get within shouting distance of her without having her take a shot at us. Uh, crazy, most likely. Uh, she ain't crazy. She's just a honorary. In any case, ain't no use arguing with her. Well, I'll go up and talk turkey to her. Good. Well, you best take a posse with you, Sheriff. <laughs> I reckon I can tackle her single-handed. Hey, uh, you don't know shoe fly. <laughs> tell, me, tell me, is she there most of the time? All the time. Hey, every minute of the day and night. She never leaves the place. Yeah. Who's working the ground for her? I don't know. We never got close enough to see. <laughs> yeah, it's my guess she's doing the work herself. What makes you think so? Well, of course, I don't know who she'd ever find who'd be willing to work for her. The old porcupine. Well, now, Sheriff, if she <laughs> is doing it herself, she ain't getting very far. Her eyes are never off that trail for long. <laughs> well, you leave her to me. I'll go up there and talk to her. If she don't shoot you first. <laughs> Why, George, she has got you terrorized. Now, let's see. You say this property of hers is between Wild Road and Super Camp. And so, a few days later, the sheriff started out from Independence eastward across the Argus Range and up into the Panamies. He found Shoefly looking for all the world like somebody's nice old grandmother sitting in a rocking chair knitting in front of her cabin. In her lap, though, under the knitting, lay a gun which she reached for as he rode up. <laughs> Howdy. You can't get up the canyon this way, stranger. This is private property. The Shoefly, if I'm not mistaken. Right. You're the owner? I am. And you're the person I come to see. Uh, shoe fly ain't for sale, mister. I'm hanging on to it, so you can turn right around and go back where you come from. <laughs> I'm not interested in buying your mine. Uh, then what do you want? I happen to be the sheriff in your county. Oh. Well, you can't scare me. No. No, I understand you're not exactly the timid type. Uh. Been hearing complaints about you lately from some of our citizens. Seems you're, uh, you're not behaving in a very friendly fashion toward you. Uh, get my property against claim jumpers. Nobody's trying to jump your claim, ma'am. Uh, they would if I give them half a chance. They think just because I'm a woman and an old woman, they can walk right onto my ground. If you're and... talking about the trail up the canyon, that don't belong to you. You see that sign, don't you? Yeah, sure. But that still don't make it yours. Your claim don't come within 25 feet of that trail. Why, listen, I located I know exactly what you located. Got the papers right here in my pocket. Oh. Now you've got to take that chain down from across the trail and let folks by. I'll do nothing of the That's kind. That's a public right away, and you can't block Will it. I? Either you take that chain down, or I'll take you along with me back to Independence. Why, you can't do that. Oh, yes, I can. I'm the sheriff of this here county, and I can arrest you and lock you up for 30 days or 60 days or whatever length of time the judge decides it'd be good for you. Yeah, you're in league with them claim jumpers, I know. They want to get me away from here so they can take possession of the shoe fly. Now oh, you're talking nonsense. Come on, come on, let's see you take that chain down. Yeah, I... I don't like to arrest ladies, but if I have to... Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll take it down. Good. Sign's going to stay where it is, though. I have no objection to that. Uh. Well, go ahead. Uh, chain padlocker. I don't know if I can find the key. I'll wait till you do. I think maybe I'll sing got it. Who's our sing? Man that works for me. 
Oh, Chinaman, huh? Yeah. Where is he? Uh, he went down this morning with a load of ore. He, he won't be back till tomorrow sometime. Oh? Well, then I might as well make myself comfortable. You gonna wait? Yep. Not gonna budge till I see that chain down. Uh, <clears throat> he might have left the key in the cabin. Or, uh, it just might even be in your own pocket. Eh? Well, no harm in looking anyway. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> I thought so. Well, let me have it. I'll do the unlocking myself. Huh? Just as you say. Only be quick about it. I've got to get back to Independence today. Mm. There. Now, you satisfied? I will be if you keep it down. But just let me hear that you put that chain or any other kind of barrier up again, and I'll be paying you another call with a pair of handcuffs. You can't scare me. You nor nobody else. <laughs> All right, Penel. Come on, boy. Let's get going. Uh, there's nothing that walks on two legs can scare me, even if it does wear a badge. <laughs> Come on, Penel. Up this way. That's boy. Easy now. Uh, we'll pay a call on the boys before we go back and tell them everything's fixed up fine. Trail's open. Grandma's busy with her knitting. Hey, oh, boy. Oh, oh, oh. Who fired that shot? I did. Why, you old... I seen a quail up yonder. I thought I'd bring it down for supper. Oh, you did, eh? Quail for supper. Man for breakfast, she means. I got a good mind to go back and... Oh, what's the use? Come on, Benno. Come on, boy. Easy now. When the sheriff told us he'd put the fear of the law into old shoe fly... We had our doubts, and we soon found our doubts were justified. She didn't put the chain up again across the trail, but... It might just as well be there, Sheriff, for all we can get by. Why, she sits there in that rocking chair of hers and pops away at us with her gun and we so much as come within hailing distance. Oh, she don't ever hit you, though. Cause we duck. Oh, she wouldn't hit you anyway. It's just a, a gesture, this shooting. Why, she done the same thing to me the time I was up there. Oh, he didn't tell us about that. Well, wasn't worth mentioning. Mm, shot at you, did she? Well, she said she was aiming at a quail. Yeah, and you let her get away with it? You're a fine sheriff. Why didn't you arrest her and throw her in jail? Well, yeah, because she's got him buffaloed like all the rest of us. No such thing. Then oh, go oh. and arrest her now. I would if I... Oh, I know there'd be an if. Now listen, fellas, I'll admit this shoe fly woman's an annoyance. Annoyance? She's a, a menace. Oh, now, Eddie, come, come. Well, she really is a public nuisance, Sheriff. Well, we can't work our claim like it ought to be worked with, with her around. Yeah, she's driving everybody away from there. Well, I... I'd like to do something about it, and I will when I get the time to go over there again. But, but you see, right now I got some important business to attend to. That just, it well, it just can't be put off. In the opposite direction, I suppose. Uh, up in Montana, huh? Montana? Mm-hmm. Just got word this morning they caught the leader of the Bruce gang. You know the fellows who robbed the First National. Sure. And they're holding him in Butte. Well, when are you leaving? Right away. And that means you'll be away a couple of weeks. Most likely. Gosh. When I get back, though, I'll do something about your friend Shoefly. I promise you. I'll go up there and tell her where to head in. If she hands me any back talk, I'll... But by the time the sheriff returned from Montana, there was no getting up into Wild Rose Canyon or getting down from there either. 
The first storm of the winter set in, and a bad one it was, too. For almost a week it snowed, and the wind blowed a gale. All we could do, Eddie and me, was to plug up the chinks in our cabin and thank our lucky stars we'd laid in a good supply of wood to keep us from freezing to death. Even after the storm had cleared, the drifts were so deep that it was, well, it was just about impossible to break any kind of a trail. So you can imagine our surprise one day as we were sitting playing checkers on an improvised checkerboard with the pieces of ore for men. Yes. Your move. Hmm. Well, now let me study this situation for a minute. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, if I move this feller, you'll jump me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, if I leave him where he is, where you'll take... It is somebody or not. Yes, it is. My gosh, it sounds like... It is. Shoe fly. Yes. Thank the Lord you're here. Maybe you've gone cleared out before the storm. No, we've been here right along. Come in, come in. Here, let me give you a hand. If you hadn't been here, I don't know what I'd have done. I couldn't have went back to to him. Oh, I couldn't. Pull that chair up for her, Eddie, by the stove there. All right. That's it. She's half frozen. Ain't the cold that's making me shiver. Yeah, how about some whiskey? No. Yeah, you'd better. No. It'll do you good, ma'am. That'll warm you up. Yeah, put new life into you. Uh, didn't do him no good. He just turned bluer and bluer. Who? I'll sing. Who? I'll sing. Chinaman is working for me. Did you ever see a Chinaman turn blue, mister? Well, ain't blue exactly. It's, it's green, huh? Yellow and blue, that makes green, don't it? Well, what are you talking about? I'll sing. Well, is he sick? Dead. What? Dead? Yep. When? Where? Oh, four or five days ago. I, last Tuesday, I think it was. Over at your place? Yep. Gosh. Yeah. What was the matter with him? I don't know. He took bed all of a sudden and pains. I brought him into the shack and done everything I could for him, but he just got bluer and bluer. Then he had a convulsion and... He died. Good Lord. Where is he now? Right where he died, of course. Where do you think? Right where he's been for the past five days and five nights. Laying on the bunk. Just a staring and a staring. Well, now, you'd best have some whiskey, man. No, no. After what you've been through, what? You stayed right there with him all this time? Uh, nothing else I could do. I couldn't get out with the blizzard raging, and I couldn't put him out. No. Uh, I didn't have the nerve. Five days and five nights snowed in with a corpse. Gosh. It was awful. The night especially. Storm a-howling outside. Him laid out there, so... Oh, I never know before what it is to be afraid. I've always said there was nothing in God's world could scare me. But when it ain't in this world, when it's something dead, stiff and Staring. You take it easy now, ma'am. Yeah. I try not to think about it. Well, as soon as the storm cleared, I got out. I knowed I couldn't make it all the way to Darwin, but I figured I might be able to make it up here to your place. I don't know how you ever did it with no trail, Brooke. You, you let me stay here, won't you? Why, of course. Sure. You just make yourself comfortable here for the night. In the morning, we'll all go back up to your place. Not me. All right, then. You can stay here, and Eddie and me will go over and tend to things. I'm never going back there. 
What? Yes, I'll never set foot down that ground again. You mean that he's... I'm quitting. You, uh, you're going to sell out? Oh, sell out or just clear out. Uh, I'm all through with the shoe fly. Well, I'm all through with the panamints in the desert. Hey, man. Oh, well, now, now, now. You, you, you may feel different later on. Well, I'm not waiting to find out. I'm going back to Idaho, where I come from. Just as fast as I can get there. <laughs> well, well, I'll be. Say, hand me that there bottle, will you, Ranger? Yes, sir. The lady may not want a drink, but I do. <laughs> Did the... Did our sing, uh, did he have a, a wife and children, ma'am? No, no family at all. Well, for a Chinaman, that, that's a calamity. He'll leave no descendants. Yeah. Well, I hereby appoint myself his descendant <laughs> by adoption. Uh, to bury him proper, uh, protect his effects, and uh, uh, set off the firecrackers in his honor at least uh, once a year. <laughs> to our sing. My neighbor and revered ancestor. The program you've just heard is another true story of Death Valley Days. Presented for your enjoyment every Friday evening at this hour by the Pacific Coast Borax Company. Producers of 20 Mule Team Borax for household use. The 20 Mule Team Borax soap chips in the big blue and yellow sunshine box. For washing clothes and dishes. And Boraxo for toilet use. The discovery of borax in Death Valley back in the 1880s was an event of far-reaching importance to industries as well as to each individual home in America. So great was the need for this gift of nature that men and mules endure, endured untold hardship to bring the treasure out. The largest wagons ever made were created for the purpose, and strings of 20 mules were trained to answer to the jerk line and jump the traces in rounding the precipitous mountain trails safely with their great loads. So that's the story of where the trademark 20 Mule Team came from. And its presence on your box of soap chips is important to you because it guarantees that 20 Mule Team Borax soap chips contain enough 20 Mule Team Borax to be of real benefit in cutting grease and grime, dissolving dirt, conditioning your water, whether it's hard or soft, and to make creamy, long-lasting suds. Next week, the old ranger plans to tell you about the telephone operator who had her finger on the pulse of Goldfield for 33 years. The artists featured in tonight's Death Valley Days program were Irene Hubbard, the old ranger John McBride, Milton C. Herman, Frank Butler, and Jeffrey Bryant. This is George Hicks speaking. This is the National Broadcasting Company.